0: This episode of Talk Central is brought to you by Pinnacle, Africa's top ICT distribution business, delivering the exceptional every time. I'm Richard van der Berg.
1: I'm Nafisa Akabon.
0: And I'm Duncan McLeod. This is Talk Central, episode 245 for our last show of 2018. Talk Central is brought to you by Tech Central. You can WhatsApp the show. The number to use is 071
2: On Talk Central this week, we
0: look back at the year that was. That's right, we pick our best smartphones and gadgets of the year.
1: We also talk about the biggest local and international news stories and have a look at what a 2019 might have in store.
2: It's Wednesday, 19 December, and it's time to talk everything technology.
0: Well, welcome to the show. How's it, guys? How's it, Duncan? Good, good. Welcome, to yeah. Nafisa. How's Thanks for <laughs> joining us. Happy to be here. Yeah. And we are going to be talking our biggest picks of the year, from TV series to gadgets to… Smartphones. Newsmakers smartphones. to smartphones, everything. Is there um, anything other than
2: smartphones? It's just <laughs> one one smartphone that's, you, yeah, that's it. He waves his the iPad only around. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, it's going to be a fun show, though. Lots and lots of fun stuff to talk about. But before we get into it all… Let's do our quiz. Nafisa, do you want to do the first question?
1: Sure. Um, So Naspa said this week that it'll launch a secondary listing on which stock exchange?
2: The second question, which South African politician this week joined Twitter and in short order had more than 100,000 followers?
0: And which British entrepreneur this week bailed out the Bloodhound uh, Supersonic Car Project, which wants to use the South African desert as a staging ground for a land speed record?
1: And what did Elon Musk's tweet? I'm considering taking Tesla private at four twenty dollars Funding secured. Cost him.
2: <laughs> <That was funny. laughs> fifth question. And we do have a bumper edition this week. We should have said that, uh, Duncan. The fifth question. What is Alibaba's new single stay record within 24 hours for 2018?
0: That's right. We've got 10 questions in our bumper year-end quiz this week. A sixth question. According to the new Cybercrimes and Cybersecurity Bill, sharing someone's personal information on social media could land you in jail for how long?
1: And the seventh question, why is currently the second largest cryptocurrency by market cap, (coughs) sorry, after Bitcoin? And for a bonus point, which one is the third?
2: And the eighth question, in 2018, which became the first technology company with a market capitalization exceeding $1 trillion? And for a bonus point, which company became the second tech company to reach this milestone in 2018?
0: And ninth question, which company has since overtaken both of the companies in Question 8 to become the most valuable company in the world?
1: And for your last question, what are the names of the two vulnerabilities that were discovered in Jan and affected nearly every CPU manufactured over the last 20 years? And for a bonus point, how many variants were discovered?
0: That's our extra long quiz. We'll be with the with the results at the end of the show, as always. But um, we're going to skip the nu- usual news feature this week, and we're going to dive straight into our picks of the year. And we'll start with uh, possibly the most important category, and that is our pick of smartphone of the year. We're going to start with uh, runners-up. Um, and then we'll pick our, um, our winner for the year. Uh, I see from uh, the show notes that it's pretty, pretty conclusive. I was um, very surprised by that, to be <laughs> honest. I was very really oh. surprised that I chose it. But Oh, I was, I was surprised. not
1: surprised. <laughs> I knew Duncan would probably go with the same.
0: Well, uh, <laughs> I'm actually surprised you chose it, Nafisa, knowing that you're an iPhone user. But let's do our runners-up first. Uh, Nafisa, what, what is your runner-up smartphone of 2018?
1: Shockingly, <laughs> my runner-up is my own phone, which is the iPhone XS. You're
2: not allowed to choose your own Zs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's a phone I'm currently using. That's How mine. long have you had it for? How long have you been using it for? Uh, since November. Okay, okay. But yeah, just over a month, six weeks. Uh, it's, uh, for me, the biggest improvement is the camera. The H smart HDR, it, it's amazing. I don't get washed out photos anymore. And just overall speed, I mean, that's what you'd expect from Apple. If I s- can say it with air quotes, like it's a safe choice. Yeah. <laughs> but as you all know that I am an iPhone person and mm. this was my next phone.
0: Yeah. It, w- why, why is a matter of interest not the Max?
1: That is way too big for my hands. Even when I went to 10, I still found it a bit too big at yeah. 5.8 yeah. inches. Mm-hmm. But uh, as with keyboards, you kind of get used to it. But I, I don't think I can go bigger because I also want my phone to fit in my pocket, which is important to me. You know, I mean, I don't like keeping it in my bag just in case. <laughs> I don't want it to get like pickpocketed Picked. or anything. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it has to fit on me. So okay. you can
2: almost say that the screen isn't really excessively big. <laughs> 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 you can hear the crickets. Oh,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's my pick.
2: Richard, what's your runner-up? As you know, Duncan, I've been an iPhone user for a very long time and only recently upgraded to something else. Um, But yeah, I would have to agree with Nafisa. The XS is, in my opinion, the best iPhone at the moment. If I were to upgrade, that was the one that I was going for. In fact, when I did do my upgrade um, last month, I did look at it thinking maybe should I go back and and go back to the Apple ecosystem? But yeah, the phone that we chose obviously Hmm. blew me away. But yeah, the XS is... a. Very safe choice, but it's a great phone. I mean, it, in in Apple, in Apple's you know long heritage of producing great phones, it yeah. just yeah. I guess it just didn't, wasn't exciting enough for me. All right, and and we'll see why when we choose our Yeah, ones. that's why I say it was a safe <laughs> choice
1: because yeah, you yeah. know <coughs> what you're getting.
2: All right, so
0: uh, as a runner-up then,
2: uh, by
0: majority rule, um, the Apple iPhone XS is the runner-up smartphone of the year. Um, I'm I'm going to. Uh, break from the crowd and choose the <laughs> Samsung Galaxy S9 as the, as my runner-up smartphone of the year. Beautiful device. We uh, did a podcast on it, Mephisa, earlier this yes. year. Uh, I just love the display. Um, far too big for you, I'm sure, if you find the iPhone ten is Wait, too big. Just
1: to quickly uh, check, it's Note 9 or S9?
0: The Note 9. Okay. Note 9, yeah, yeah.
1: It is a beautiful phone, actually. Mm-hmm. I love the screen. The I probably edges. would have
0: put the S9 in third place, to be honest. Yeah.
1: A yeah. uh, Note 9 would have been my third. Okay, yeah, <laughs> oh, above the S9, Uh yes, uh, oh, above okay. the S9, yes, okay,
0: okay. So, um, but there we go, uh, majority vote rules. So, the iPhone XS is runner up of the year, and I'm astonished by um, who has won this year because I don't think this manufacturer would have um, been considered in the top three in previous years for smartphone. And we have all chosen unanimously that the smartphone of the year is the Huawei Mate 20 Pro. We're so
2: mainstream, (laughs) (laughs) guys. But let's be honest, I mean, it's the one phone that came, that launched in South Africa, apart from the, the Apple ecosystem, that really just brought something fresh to the market. I'm not saying every feature is completely breakthrough, but it just had a good package of everything, in my opinion. Um, and, yeah, I'm sure you can agree, Dunk. I mean, we both ended up upgrading to it at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah.
0: Um, so we're both running the Huawei. You're on you're on the Apple. Maybe you'll um, be persuaded to move across at some point. Well, <laughs> I
1: am using it as my secondary phone. I actually have okay. two SIM cards in it at the moment. Okay.
2: Yeah. And that, oh, But you got a, a review unit that supports a two SIM cards. Yes. Because the uh, local versions l- do you get, you don't get. I UK my, launch. Mine two SIM. But does it support two SIM cards? Because I think yeah. they only have one IMEI number.
1: Uh, Telcom and Celci sell dual ones. Hmm.
2: Oh, uh, okay. Photocom and MT and sell the single single,
0: signature. Obviously. Okay,
1: that's <laughs> <one>. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it goes everywhere with me and um, for me, the night photos are just, there's nothing that com- can compare mm, to mm. it.
0: It's stunning. I was yeah. doing some night photography the other, n- the other evening. It was almost completely dark. There was a sliver of a moon and when I looked at the uh, the photo, the photos I'd taken afterwards, it looked like they were
2: taken at dusk or even during the daytime. That's beautiful a baby. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, also, the macro for me is one of the features that stand out oh, because yeah. I often sit and do relatively close-up stuff, you know, photograph your beer and that kind of thing. <laughs> but the macro, just uh, I, I, I always blow people away when I show them the macro photography or just close-up on a beautiful piece yeah. of wood. You know, it just pops. Uh, mm. It makes a photograph something completely different.
1: And I take tons of food pictures, as you may know, and also the macro comes in it. Uh, Or like portrait mode and stuff. Mm, It really mm. uh, makes my food pictures pop. Everybody asks me, like, what phone are you using? Never mind the food. (laughs) Like, what phone are you using?
2: We should shout out to food Instagram channel.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If you yeah. don't know, she's got one. But that, that super macro <laughs> mode is is absolutely incredible. Um, it is. Y- I love the fact that it's automatic. You just move your f- your camera yes. close to something, and it automatically pops into mac super macro mode.
1: That's very clever.
2: Yeah, the AI. I mean, uh, not all the features work well. The blurry. I'm not a fan of the that uh, blurred uh, depth effect that it does when you okay. take yeah uh, of people and stuff. Mm. I mean, sometimes it creates an out of nice effect. Mm. But, yeah, it doesn't come close to the real thing. I think that's Mm the only place where these cameras come close. Have you used the wireless charging feature yet? Have you charged anybody's phone yet?
0: Uh, No, I haven't charged anyone else's phone. And I must say I'm very disappointed because I got a free Huawei GT smartwatch as part of my deal. Um, But it doesn't support wireless charging, so you can't tap it onto the the phone, which is really (laughs) silly.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they kept
0: it for the upgrade, Duncan. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Version (laughs) (laughs) 2. Um, yeah, the, that ability to
2: charge your phone—it's a bit gimmicky, but it's—it's.
0: It's, it, I suppose it would have uses. In
1: I think it occasion. is gimmicky because it's too slow. Yeah, like, look, it's a very slow.
2: But it's the same. It's a what's The five watt charger. Yeah. What do you charge your phone as? Ten watts max. Four charge. No, no, I'm talking about wireless so charging. wireless. Mm-hmm. I think the maximum charges you can get is a ten watt. Well, I've been looking around, mm-hmm. the maximum one I can get. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's uh, in a pinch. I, what I can see a lot of couples using this, like, you know, uh, husband or wife charges the partner's phone because the battery's running. Mm-hmm. I, I can see that happening a lot, not just out of charging because you have to. It's just yeah. while we're sitting having dinner, let's just trickle charge this phone. That's, it's a nice feature for that.
1: Yeah, but I, my husband and I, we always carry power banks. Yeah, but <laughs> I see, think doing that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're an iPhone user. Most couples <laughs> are one geek and one non geek. That's, To yeah. be honest with you, that's how I see it. Well,
1: <laughs> I think Huawei also spoiled me with the super fast charging. Like, if I forget oh, to charge the Mate 20 in like half an hour, I think it's, amazing. it's 70%, you don't if I'm not need mistaken. It. Yeah, you don't, need yeah. To it. you don't need to charge it overnight anymore.
2: I don't. So I charge mine mid morning when I'm sitting yeah. on my computer doing work. It takes half an hour. My, fingers, my coffee the phone is charged until the next day at roughly the yeah,
0: same time exactly. i think
1: that feature sparked me also because now i want that on all my phones mm. that i'm using the
2: battery life is
0: unbelievable oh yeah battery. you're never going to run out
2: yeah yeah that four thousand power battery is yeah. beautiful. i've gone two full days on that phone of moderate use and
1: yeah.
0: it,
2: and it's still been going what blew me away is the fact that my screen is on all the time and it's lasting that long. Yeah. That is what oh, gets yeah. me. It's on more because it's still a novelty in many ways. So, like, I'm still utilizing the screen all the time. I'm mm. Everything is bright. Mm. Everything is ultra HD in my games that I play just to kind of push it. And I haven't been um, let down. Yeah. Have either of you tried the performance mode in it when you play games? I haven't played No, no. In the battery settings, there's a performance mode that pushes the I think I have seen
1: it, but I haven't tested it.
2: I mean, I haven't liked. I've benchmarked it a little bit. I mean, it's a slight performance in terms of physical numbers on a uh, on a 3D mark. But yes, I mean, it's if you're playing PUBG and stuff, it definitely feels a lot more responsive. Um, But I think also developers need to kind of develop for it. You know, Mm -hmm. make sure that you push because most game developers won't be developing for these high-end smartphones in general. Um, So unless you're playing game like Asphalt, Asphalt is very good for graphics performance.
1: Well, I hotspot from mine. Like a modem man. Yeah. Yes. It's the loss. Yeah. <laughs>
2: it it's incredible. I absolutely love it. And you got dual yes. I'm jealous of that. Feature. <laughs> but no, Duncan did warn me. He did warn me in his defence.
0: Incredible, incredible phone. Battery life. The inf- we didn't mention the in-screen fingerprint reader, which is also um, how did
2: we forget about that? Which oh, yeah. is also incredible.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's the first ma- ma- uh, mainstream smartphone that's had a built-in fingerprint reader. They'll, all the phones will have them next year, of course. Yeah. Um, but it's so cool.
2: It is a nice feature, yeah. and I find But I find that the face unlock almost works. Quicker sometimes.
1: I do prefer the facial unlock. I'm just sad that the FNB app does not support facial unlocking. But Even it on supports the iPhone? an iPhone. It supports an iPhone, okay. but not on the Huawei. Interesting. I have to use my finger. That's it's yeah, probably.
2: Yeah. yeah, I used my fingerprint for my for my for my banking app. Yeah. So maybe it is a universal thing. Yeah. Oh. Like it's not such a major. No, when you to
1: it and like without pressing your finger,
2: you yeah. know. <laughs> Am I the only one that tends to pull a face when my phone unlocks? I don't know, my PC was the same thing. When I open it to unlock, I just always do a funny smile. I don't know, it's just a weird habit <laughs> that I have. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> and when I don't do it, it doesn't f- unlock. What, what's
0: going on here? So there we go. Well done, Huawei. It's, uh, Huawei's had a very bad year in other respects, mm-hmm. uh, not, not least uh, its, its problems with uh, the US government. Um, but uh, from, a, from a gadget perspective, the Huawei Mate 20 Pro Beats on
1: all comers and they also became number two smartphone manufacturer in the world they this did. year. No, that was
2: incredible. That yeah. was incredible. I, I I do like where they're going with their designs and what they what they're trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. Um, but did you see just on a side note on the whole Huawei debacle this year that uh, apparently Germany is going to be using their telecoms equipment and they did a full scan of it and they went through everything. They said everything is the Huawei equipment is fine. There's nothing to be worried about, which I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah, considering everybody else not opting not to use them. A lot of countries have, have pulled the equipment. I saw. Um, it,
0: uh, is it double E in the UK that's pulled or B T mm. bought double E and now BT's pulling mm. Huawei core equipment out of its network. Australia's banned Huawei for five G, so it's New Zealand, mm. the US of course. Mm. Um and France is looking at doing the same thing.
2: It's it's interesting. But Germany is a tech tech industry savvy oh, a tech savvy industry, right? Mm. Uh, yeah. Industry, industry Company. Yeah, a country, yeah. Country. Um so yeah, would, yeah, if if they deem it safe, I would I would be Happy mm. to, to not doubt that, sir, but yeah we yeah. never know I guess all
0: right, so let's have a look at the um next category, and that's we're not we didn't pick video games of the year, we've rather chosen video games we've played most this year, and they <laughs> didn't necessarily have to be released in uh, twenty eighteen and I actually have a feeling none of these games that we've picked were released this year except uh, possibly in a thesis pick yeah but Rehat um what what is the what is the saying uh, win, Winner, winner chicken dinner <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, said You weren't
0: going to choose anything else, were you?
2: <laughs> no, look, uh, this is definitely the game I've racked up the most amount of hours. I won't disclose that number. Might, we might keep it for a quiz later st- at a later stage. But let's just say there's three digits in that number. Um, but yeah, PUBG, it, I mean, Battle Royale games in general, what a fantastic genre that's just popped up in the last two years. Mm-hmm. Um most notably, I think Fortnite. We can't not mention them, um, but PUBG for me is, is certainly one of the f- most fun games I've had. Even the mobile game is a lot. Fortnite of fun.
0: is more aimed at kids, isn't it? I
2: wouldn't say it's, yeah. I wouldn't say it's aimed at kids. I actually started off playing Fortnite last year before I got into Battle G, mm-hmm. uh, uh PUBG, um, on my MacBook, which is great for Fortnite. You know, it works on almost every platform. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's more cartoony in that sense. You do build a little bit, and you've got like more, you know, cartoony style. And I think that's what appeals to a broader generation. But it's certainly not just a kid's game. I know a lot of it's older people. It's popular with them. Popular with them, and they yeah. certainly popularized, popularized it. Mm-hmm. But I also read some interesting things about Fortnite, that it's a social hangout for kids, and they don't focus much on the game. Oh. They rather chat go to there each other. and chat to each other and just mess around. And that's a very interesting aspect. You know, Where PUBG, again, in my opinion, is more serious. So you go there, it's a more serious game, more older people play it, I guess, if you compare it like that.
1: Yeah, it actually brought two friends' sons together. They weren't actually friends before until they started playing Fortnite and they were chatting to each other all the time.
0: Oh, wow. Interesting. <laughs> oh, it shows you. So PUBG, how much PUBGing are you going to be doing this December holiday?
2: Uh, you should rather ask how much have I done so far. Or well,
0: how much will you not no, be, no, doing? I'll, I'll be doing? No, no, f- I'll be doing a
2: few hours. It's it's a lot of fun. But, you know, PUBG in, in, in short bouts is best. Yeah. If you start getting stuck there for... 10-20 hours in the, I'm just joking for 3-4 hours and end it, it can get a bit frustrating but it's a great game for that um, and that kind of runs into my runner-up a game called Scum which is kind of a slower play version of uh, PUBG um, not quite Battle Royale full on but uh, it's more and with a survival style gamer uh, so you have to kind of, you start off with nothing and you have to uh, pick rocks to cut wood to build things um, so Is yeah, still well in early access. Still in early access. Yeah, a lot of a lot of updates and development happening all the time. So it's it's they're introducing vehicles now at some point. Mm. Um, it, it's a, it's it's one of those games that I'm scared to play because I don't want to lose my my progress. Because if somebody kills you and they loot your body, then you have to start over, like PUBG. But it takes you so long to get to that point where you have everything you need, like a backpack with guns and scopes mm. And so yeah, well worth checking out if you like the that kind of gameplay.
0: So that's Scum and uh, your pick of the year, PUBG. PUBG, uh, without a doubt. Nafisa, you're a casual gamer. You're not a hardcore PC gamer. No. Uh, what's your <laughs> pick?
1: So I'm choosing Beat Saber. It is a PlayStation VR game. Um, I used to be, back in the day, love my Guitar Hero games. And I know they Oh, would. I love Guitar Hero. <laughs> yeah. So I got very excited when I first saw the trailers for it. And now that I finally try it, tried it, Initially, it was challenging because I didn't quite know what was happening. But now that I do know, (laughs) I'm getting on my streaks and uh, it's really fun. But you know what for me is the most interesting thing? Um, So my footboard actually picked it up as a workout, (laughs) (laughs) waving my arms in the air. And I actually made my five exercises for for the week. It was so crazy. (laughs) (laughs) But it's fun. I mean, waving your arms about sort of like with lightsabers, but to Mm -hmm. the beat of a song.
2: Put a new spin on gaming the system, right?
1: Yeah, and also I have to point out the VR headset. I have used bad VR headsets before that have given me a headache. <coughs> but um, on the PSVR, I had no issues. It was just seamless. Nice. Like, I love the experience.
2: Is there a non-VR version or do you have to play I VR? don't think so. No, it's a VR game. Hmm. VR game. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Everything, all those boxes are coming at you. You want yeah. to be playing it. And yeah.
1: Right. that's a game, right? Yes, yeah. that
2: yeah. is right. So what, uh, what beats does
0: it have? What music does it
1: have? Uh, very, like, dance-like and techno and... None, no mainstream songs from what, what I've seen and no
2: progressive <laughs> rock either <laughs> <laughs> that's not very good for
3: dancing so <laughs> uh,
0: yeah
1: so I think you can unlock I have to check if there's more but like I've just been playing whatever's on it mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but it was loads of fun
0: so that's Beat Saber for the Playstation 4
1: Ye- yes that's right mm-hmm.
0: My runner-up pick this, uh, this year is uh, a game that Rechard introduced me to and uh, curse him forever more for doing so. <laughs> yeah. um, and that's Party Hard, oh, yeah. um, which is ab- absolutely cathartic in the way you can uh, just go and massacre people uh, <laughs> if you're annoying. you. <laughs> Basically, the premise of the game is uh, uh, you're trying to get a good night's sleep and um, your neighbors are making too much noise having a big party. So uh, you go in there and surreptitiously murder them all. Um, it, it sounds very violent, um, but it's eight bit graphics. Basically. Eight bit violence is not and, bad. <laughs> and the idea is to get rid, of, kill everyone off before the cops catch you or someone beats you up. Um, it's uh, hard to describe, but it's it's cathartic. Um, so potty hard, and potty hard two has just been released, and I must say I'm very disappointed in it. I don't know if you've been playing it at all.
2: I played a little, but yeah, it's a different game. Which mm-hmm. is, I wouldn't say I'm disappointed with it. It's just a different, different learning curve, I think, to get into it. Mm, maybe I need to spend a bit more time with it, but. Um, I was I was really hoping for uh,
0: the original premise maybe just with improved mm. graphics.
1: Um
2: well, yeah, well or just more variety
0: of mm-hmm. that of that um style.
1: Mm-hmm. Sorry, what platform w- was this on?
0: So Party Hard runs on Windows, I'm not sure what other platforms oh. I think it's yeah, Steam only, I think. I think it's a steam only yeah, game. Okay. Mm. I think it's a steam only game. Uh but if you haven't played it, I highly recommend it. It's okay. uh, it's good fun. Um it probably runs on Mac, but I'm not, not sure about I
2: think that. it does run on Mac. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah? sure it does. I'm sure mm-hmm. it does.
0: And my pick a game of the year, uh, which I have uh, like Rechon and PUBG, I spent a ridiculous amount of time playing. How many hours? How many hours? <laughs> hundreds. You know, Steam tells you how many hours you play. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just check. Uh, it's a game called Train Valley, and that's available uh, for um, it's available for iPad and for uh, Windows, possibly other platforms, but I'm aware of those two. Uh, basically, you get to play a railroad tycoon um, back in the late 1800s. Um, and you've got to control these trains running through uh, that you've got to build. You've got to build all the tracks, and you've got to control the trains going from station to station, and you've got to prevent them from crashing into each other. Um, it sounds like a basic concept until you start to play it and realize how maddeningly difficult it is and also huge fun um, because, you, you know, these trains will crash into each other if you don't control <laughs> them, and you've got to return them to the stra- stations. And each time uh, – what do you call those things where you uh, change the direction on a railway line um, – switch, yeah. railway switches, or whatever they're called. And you end up with dozens of these in the game and trains running everywhere, and you've got to control these like switches. A and you've got to make sure that they get to the right stations within time. If they don't get there in time, they dispatch themselves from the stations. Uh Absolutely addictive game.
2: That
1: sounds fun, actually. <laughs>
2: actually. <laughs> maybe we should get the SRL agency to look at these and maybe jack up their skills and how to switch trains. <laughs> <laughs> um, it could work. It could <laughs> really work, let's be honest.
0: Um, it's not a 2018 game. Um, there is a new version out, Train Valley 2, uh, which I haven't played yet. Um, and I'll probably be getting that maybe even this Christmas and uh, giving it a bash. So, yeah, those are our picks of games of the year. Beat Saber, PUBG, and Train Valley. Now, the important category of Gadget of the Year, excluding cell phones or smartphones. Nafisa, what's your pick?
1: Mine is the Google Home Mini, the smart speaker. Mm-hmm. Um, i where like did it. You,
0: where did you get it from
1: oh, um I received one as a birthday present and I bought some in japan okay, <laughs> some. <laughs> 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 I think I bought two more well we I think my house has four now <laughs> <laughs> but uh they are selling them on gadget taxisi or gadget shop mm. and one day only had them. But uh, what I like about it now is I also have a Chromecast, and I can just switch my TV on by just speaking a command. Oh, all my lights are now Wi-Fi enabled, and they, I can just control my light switches. We nice. um, we set timers on the outside lights as well.
2: Which lights do you use? Is it need to be a compatible brand or uh, something My you husband or? bought
1: them on Amazon. I'm not sure. Okay. They were much cheaper than buying anything locally.
0: As usual. Yes, as of usual. Of
1: course. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of things on it, and then we try to play our music, and... Obviously I irritate my cat by asking Google to make cat sounds. Oh my word,
2: that's funny. <laughs> I do that with and my And a donkey
1: does that with his dogs. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I
2: don't know that was a thing. So what? Then it mimics. Yeah, no, you say hey noises. Google,
1: um, what does a cat sound like? Or what does a dog sound like? And then the cat get my cat gets excited.
2: Like everybody's Google just went to yeah. see cat sounds <laughs>
1: like <laughs> and just general things like um if I'm travelling like what's the weather wherever and what's the nice. traffic to Santon City, random things sometimes I ask it or stuff that you would normally type up type up in mm, Google. Mm. You can just ask Google. It's like the mm-hmm. new way to search.
2: Mm-hmm. No, I haven't done that transition yet to use search. I've got friends that do. I yeah. must actually make an effort of using it because everybody raves about it. And I can it makes sense. Yeah. Voice but search. Yeah. yeah, just mm. saying anything to your... Uh, I do it all the time. In the remind call. me to do this. Mm. And
1: then another feature, because I have multiple in my house, <laughs> it's a broadcast feature. <laughs> so instead of me screaming across the house <laughs> to, to my husband, <laughs> I, I tell Google to broadcast a message and then it plays it on every other speaker. Like if I'm in the kitchen, I tell it, it won't play it obviously in the kitchen speaker. It'll play it in every other room, which That's is quite brilliant. fun. Like <laughs> That's That's <cool>. <laughs> That's That's a walkie-talkie. That's a
2: fantastic feature.
1: Yeah, it's fun. That's very cool. So that's my gadget. So you
2: basically, it's, it's to irritate the cats and the husband. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> that's my product of the year then too.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I think smart uh, speakers are going to take off next year. I also have uh, an Amazon Alexa, Echo Dot. Which is better? Google for sure.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting.
1: So the one thing that the, the Amazon does really well, it's to switch. Like when we're leaving home, I tell it, we tell it automatically to switch all the lights off. For some reason, we haven't gotten that to work on the Google Mm-hmm. that we can do individual mm-hmm. like switch mm-hmm. bi- a bedroom mm-hmm. light on but with the uh, amazon we just say switch all lights off or switch all on one yeah,
2: and you've got them running in parallel
1: yeah and also like if you if you're out and about and you forget to switch a light off you can just go into the app and switch your lights off and on from your app it's very cool you know and it
2: gives you a like, little dashboard what yes. light, what's on yes do you map exactly out your house and you can see yeah what's. that's very cool mm.
1: so i'm trying to get a lot of smart gadgets now i want smart blinds smart aircons <laughs> i'm like so into this <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's my guess. Looking
2: forward to pick of the
0: year 2019 then. (laughs) I'm just a bit nervous about these smart speakers and how much they're actually listening.
1: Recording. You can go into the app and delete the stuff periodically.
0: Yeah. Like what uh, you asked (laughs) it. Are are you noticing ads based on conversations you're having with your husband?
1: Oh, no, no. You're not? No. No. (laughs) Not yet. So I'm uh, (laughs) very, with all my Google services. I use like very obscure secondary emails. We created, I created a separate account for the house, household. Oh, clever. Yeah, clever, I will yeah. never use my primary and secondary and oh, whatever emails for that. Mm. No,
2: that was always the thing that like made me wonder how it would work because if it is linked to a person's account, and then you have it's, multiple gonna it, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna pull other data. Yeah, it's gonna know
1: thing. where I'm flying. Hey, you're going here. Are you are you packed? So anybody like, can then yeah tap yeah. into it. Yeah, that mm. was
2: anything that made me like nobody talks about creating that third account to say this is the house's account that you should yeah. be using because if your kids go on there and start asking random yeah. stuff, and
1: then we We've added ourselves as primary and secondary, mm. like even with the Amazon. So okay. it's,
0: it's useful. nice, nice, nice. Mm. I must get one of these smart speakers at one po- at some point. Would you ever consider getting the Apple one? Never. No.
1: <laughs> you know why? As it stands, you have to be using Siri all the time, which I don't, and you have to be big into Apple Music, and I prefer mm. Spotify now. So the, if you're using those two in your life every day, then yes. So I do find it limiting, mm. so that's why I wouldn't. Mm. I'm very impressed with what Google is, has done. Mm.
2: Cool. Richard, what's your gadget of the year? So this is something that launched recently, and I, I was absolutely blown away by just, not just the quality, but what this thing can do for people like me who enjoy shooting video. And it's the DJI Osmo Pocket. Um, and it's essentially, I don't know if you saw the new Mavics that launched earlier this year. They've got all new cameras. Um, and this is essentially a handheld version of one of those cameras. Um, and and it really is the first time that they've produced. I mean, their previous handle stuff, even the the they handheld Osmos for your smartphone, work fine. But they kind of not really that solution you want to strap on when you go mountain biking or something. Now this is something that the the GoPro, I forget what it was called, GoPro handheld. Yeah, oh. yeah, the year, the but they had their handheld. Remember, they had the handheld gimbal that plugged yes. into the drone. Oh yeah. And that was always a great feature, because I saw that you saw the video of the guy trapping it into his jacket and he just goes running or hiking or whatever. Now this is kind of the same same concept um and it's tiny too. I mean, it's it's smaller than the palm of your hand. I mean, it's yeah, than I love the palm how portable
1: hand. that thing is. It's like literally called a pocket yeah, for good reason. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. Um, and it comes with a very nice carry case. That's the other thing that's really like with the Osmo. It's like it's mm. difficult to transport that thing. You have to kind of wrap it a bit and then put it in the camera bag. Um, so for people that enjoy making videos. Um, it's nice to see this technology coming out it's going for about seven grand so it's not the cheapest camera oh. you can buy mm. um, but again you know this will replace your GoPro action camera which also goes for about the same price yeah. but it's got this yeah. gimbal head stabilization yeah um, now having said that you have to say that the GoPro stabilization the new cameras is also fantastic um, but this just again this just brings another dynamic in good old DJI fashion mm-hmm. so if you're into that kind of thing definitely worth checking out the Osmo pocket available now <laughs> Great stuff. And uh,
0: my pick of gadget of the year is actually something from Apple. um, And I've got it in my hands right now. And that's the brand new iPad Pro 2018 12.9-inch version. And I love it. It's amazingly powerful.
1: I think you were eyeing it from the time it was launched. (laughs) Yeah,
0: From before it was launched, actually. Um, And uh, it's it's expensive, but uh, it's worth it. It's more powerful than most laptops in the market. Um, Rechard was just playing some PUBG on it in earlier in, in, mm. in full HD or for high, even yeah, higher Yeah, no, it's like it wasn't
2: ultra HD, isn't enabled, it's just for it's just normal HD. But mm-hmm. yeah, it looks beautiful, absolutely yeah. beautiful. And the sound is incredible.
0: Um, Have
1: you reached a point where you take only the iPad to maybe a press conference?
0: No, um, but this device is mainly for use around my house. Um, so um, I deliberately didn't get the cellular version. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's still primarily a media consumption device. Um, but I'm also using it to to do some work on it as well. Um, I uh, haven't got a keyboard yet, but I'm thinking of getting one. I was looking at the new Logitech. Well, it's not that new. Logitech K780, which is a very nice mm, new mm. Bluetooth keyboard where you can mount your cell phone or your, your iPad. Yeah, I've in, seen those. The They're really good. Um, and uh, yeah, the pen support is fantastic, although I dropped mine on the floor and I re- need to replace them the tip. Uh, it cracked, um, and... Uh, For some
1: reason, I thought you'd get a spare inside. Not with no. the second-generation oh, pencil.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, Apple, Apple is taking all those things away, pushing prices up. In fact, the price of the pencil has gone up by $30 compared to the first-generation sure. one. Uh, and they took the spare tip away. Um, hey, if you've up. got
1: household insurance, <laughs> 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 it is an out-and-about item.
0: <laughs> you want to insure your pencil? What? <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that call to the insurance company. Um, anyway, so... It's really good, and um, I'm, one thing I'm blown away by, by, by the way, is the support for Apple Pencil and Microsoft Office on the iPad. Microsoft Office on iPad is an amazing, amazing piece of software. Microsoft Word, Excel, um, it's, yeah. it's basically as full-featured as the desktop version. But the pen support, pencil support in Microsoft Word and, and, and other uh, Office apps is, is phenomenal. You just take out the pencil and you can start drawing anywhere in a Word document. You can then share that with someone who's running Word on desktop. Um, I'm not sure if it's only Office 365 users. Um, I'm running Office 365 on my desktop.
1: I think that's a cloud feature.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's r- it's really good. Um, and lots of great apps, Procreate, which is a drawing app for uh, for the iPad Pro. Uh, and, of course, Photoshop is coming soon. Uh, oh, yeah. That looks to that. good. Mm, also,
1: while we're talking about the pencil, can we speak about how <laughs> you can charge it properly now?
2: <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. No more awkward plugins. The previous plugins.
1: one was so ridiculous. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah, how did everyone not break?
1: Y- yeah. I mean… It was so impractical. Yeah, you had to plug in yes. the, ba- the back of
2: the pencil straight into
0: that. Straight into the port. iPad. That's
1: yeah. the only place you could charge it.
0: Ridiculous. How does it charge now? Wireless, yeah. It uh, t- attaches to the side magnetically, s- snaps onto the side of the iPad. And it charges wirelessly. And it wireless charges there. wirelessly, okay, yeah. yeah so which is a major improvement. And you're also yeah. less likely to lose the damn thing. Well, you essentially, yeah.
2: never char- you're never going to have to think about charging. It. No. Yeah, it's just no. always going to be charged.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, There's only one thing I want to pick on about this device, Um, well I I really like the fact that it's gone from lightning to a USB-C connector, which is a major improvement, but uh, while you can connect something like a DSLR to to the bottom, you cannot connect an external storage device. Um, which is really
2: Garden. <laughs>
1: next update. <laughs> yeah,
0: next update. I, they need to do a lot of work on iOS uh, to really bring out the power of this device to make it more PC-like. Mm. Mm.
1: Yeah, that I agree with.
0: Um, the, I think I, iOS is kind of letting the hardware down a bit here, um, but I'm quite hopeful that um, they're going imp- to do a lot of improvements in iOS 13. And the talk, the, the, certainly the speculation I've read on some of the online blogs, is that iOS 13 is going to be an I, iPad-focused update.
2: Nice. Yeah, it definitely makes sense if you look at where the company's focusing. Mm. The the notebook market is certainly not where they're focusing mm-hmm. on as much no. anymore. No. And that's always been the one thing limiting with the iPad. It's really that. I mean, it's, well, with this one, I th- well, with the high spec versions, is it's just missing that one desktop mm. PC Slack feature. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, um, I think we better take a quick ad break. We're going to be back in just a moment with our app pick of the year, our TV series of the year, and much more.
1: Are you a
3: search engine? Because you found me. I feel we have a strong connection. Well, you're pretty fly for a Wi-Fi. Should we drop it like a hotspot and head back to yours so we can show Max and snuggle? Let's get giggle with it. Uh, but I don't have fiber. Don't get caught in 50 shades of delay. Broadband your horizons and switch to Vox's super fast, super reliable fiber network. Experience the momentum. Connect your world. Visit us at vox.co.za forward slash fiber.
0: Well, welcome back to the podcast. How's it, Nafisa? How's it, Rachat? How's it?
1: Okay. Hey. Merry, Merry Christmas, guys.
2: End of the year. Can you
0: believe it? <laughs> Six days to Christmas. My yeah, and
1: me. all my deadlines are over. <laughs> don't talk about
0: deadlines, because okay. I'm still working. <laughs> yeah, me too, don't worry. <laughs> <I. laughs> okay, my deadlines. <laughs> So, app pick of the year. Regular listeners to the show will n- know we do an, an app pick or a product pick every week, um, but it's the end of the year now, so we're going to get around to picking our favorite app of 2018. Rechard, do you want to do yours first?
2: Yeah, can you guys believe, I can't believe that this only launched in South Africa this year. It feels like a lifetime ago. It, it does. does. But my choice, and this is purely because I've used this app virtually every day since, it's Spotify. hmm and it's, I mean, I'm a big music fan, so I listen to music all the time. It just also changed the way that I like to listen to music. What well, kind of adapted to the way I like to listen to music by letting me create playlists in a specific way. It kind of just keeps playing music when my playlist stops with music that's similar to my playlist music. And then I discover new tunes and it's it's fantastic for that. I absolutely love it. Um, seeing what other people are listening to, so it's a bit social in that aspect. You know, I can see what some of my friends are listening to. I've discovered new music like that. Um, and also just going to an artist and just seeing what their top songs are, and it's it's just very easy to navigate from there. But the, the other thing that really mm, that I really love about Spotify is integration with um, applications like uh, algorithms DJ, which I often use to listen to my music or to record. Um, okay, you can't record if you listen to from Spotify, but um, uh, it allows you to create playlists from those sessions, those mixing sessions that you've had. Um, and I thought it's yeah, it's a great all-round. Mm. application That's a good if I only topic. had to have one application on my phone would definitely be Spotify
0: mm-hmm. wow okay
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'd probably have to pick Google Analytics
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd choose F&B probably oh, my, no. my banking app
2: <laughs> uh. yeah well, that would be boring. You can only play banking. What? Check yeah, like it's
1: like I do everything from it. Like You know <laughs> what I mean?
2: No, for sure. But I'm talking about in a fantasy world where we don't have to worry about money, visa. This is okay. only music listening. be a good subject for a future show, actually. <laughs> yeah. If you had to choose three apps that you absolutely would not delete from your phone, would yes, you Yes, three
1: sounds more doable. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, three sounds. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> it would be a boring iPhone <laughs> if you only have one app on there. Isn't that just a feature <laughs> phone? <laughs> <laughs> but a uh, good pick, Spotify. Yeah, it's, it's amazing.
0: It was just It was February, I think, it mm. launched in South Africa. Um, and I've switched across. So I was uh, a Google Play
2: Music subscriber before. What were you using before?
1: I was using Apple Music. I actually mm. recently canceled my Apple Music. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I, had, I Spotify, had both. Huh? Yeah, I'm using Spotify now. Mm-hmm.
2: The thing is because, I mean, we, we all use different platforms and we tend to always change the platforms. And ha- the frustration with having an Apple, mu- Apple Music was great. But if, you li- if you're limited to that platform, you lose your playlist. And my thing is yeah. I spent so much time creating these things. Mm. Um, also, just speaking about that,
1: Spotify has been around for so long. They're obviously the number one for good reason. They also support a lot of things, including my mini. That's like from 2010, nice or t- 2012. Sorry, yeah, I can uh, plug it in and it all reads it. I can see my album artwork. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Your mini, my mini, uh, my car. Oh, oh, yes, the infotainment system. The as dated I'm saying as it is, mm-hmm. It's still support. Uh, there's been Spotify support on my mini for years now.
2: Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, it supports every device
1: basically. I think any yeah. platform. It's everywhere.
2: Yeah. It's because they've been around so long, and they and they. Uh, I remember hearing about them first probably a decade ago when they first launched. I had some friends in uh, in Germany who was uh, on the beta, and they showed me, and I was blown away. Mm-hmm. And obviously, since then, mm-hmm. you know the fact that they integrated with so many companies, you know, it's mm-hmm. they were the f- one of the first, and they just managed to, to get there.
1: I actually signed up with them, you know, back in the day when you had to reroute and lie which yes, country yes, you are yes, from, yes. and then I found it to be a bit of effort, so I left it. So I was very excited when they actually came. Oh, I also yeah. got to keep yeah. my username because of that. Yeah.
0: Well, so you a lot less in South Africa than you do on those. Uh, if yeah, yes, in that's the US. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. 60 bucks a month. I mean, it's, it's
1: actually a, a it's no nothing. brainer. I feel bad for <laughs> artists sometimes. Like, what money are they making? I think they make, Well, yeah, that is yeah. a very
2: real thing. No streaming services mm. really mm. offering mm. artists. That's why I always yeah. try and support, you know, especially local guys that I know if I go yeah. to their concert or something, I always try yeah. and buy a CD, yeah. even though I can stream for free. Uh, yeah, I like to collect the CDs. But I used to, to do support. that
1: back in the day, like buy um, iTunes albums.
2: Okay, okay. Because but even then, I guess us. they probably make more money if you buy a CD directly from them, you know.
1: Yeah. Because they're
2: still the record labels taking all the. Cash.
0: Yeah. That's I, true. I used to spend two, three hundred bucks a month on CDs. Mm. Now I spend sixty rand a month on my Spotify subscription. I haven't bought a CD in four years, yeah. at least.
2: And let's let's just take a moment to appreciate that you have millions of songs. Just I mean, how often would you be chatting to a friend at a bar or something mm-hmm. and you have some music listening? Oh, what about this song? You quickly put it. I'm um, queue it up next. Yeah. Um, but uh, And that brings me to, to probably the, one of my favorite features about this platform. It's it's negated the need to have a Bluetooth receiver connected to any speaker. So I don't have a smart home or anything like that. So I've got just speakers connected to my PCs. Mm-hmm. And if I have Spotify running on that machine, I can control it yes. from my phone, which yes. is fantastic. Yes. Anywhere where yeah. I am. So if you're doing a little social get-together, you can just you know keep queuing music. If somebody's talking about a tune, I love just adding, queuing it up, and then it comes yep. up in a few minutes. It's
0: The thing that really... Um, got me stuck on the platform and, and, and will probably keep me on the platform is the Discover Weekly functionality where oh, yeah. it mm. puts up 20 mm. or 30 songs that based on your previous listening history it thinks you'll like and it's so so accurate, so good. I've discovered so much new music that way.
2: Yeah, The music discovery is the one thing. I mean there's nothing better than finding, like as we were talking about the music at the end before the show, now, when somebody introduces me to a new song Uh, it's like, oh, I need to listen to this because Mm -hmm. I love finding that new thing. Now, Shazam integration is great for that because you can, I don't know if you saw this, you can Shazam and then it creates a playlist. It's got a playlist automatically created for you. So whenever you go back to Spotify, any song you've Shazam will just be in that playlist. Nice. It's a feature that's also yeah. on iTunes, but it was, it's only recently it came to Spotify. Yeah, but I also understand. speaking
1: about the way streaming services have, well, changed our lives. Previously, I don't know whether you remember, you had to ha- own every song on your PC to sync it on iTunes, to put it on your phone. Yes. Now, oh, yeah. that was such a nightmare. And now, I, I don't even need that. I just pull yeah. it from the cloud, you know? Yeah. so iTunes you don't for need. Windows. Oh. I don't even plug my phone to my laptop anymore.
0: Yeah. Everything. Yeah. I mean, everything iTunes
1: for Windows was the worst Windows program or app ever, ever, ever,
2: ever. Look, iTunes still has a lot of problems. If you if you compare yeah. the 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 interface to Spotify again, even the web interface, mm. you know, it, it's the way that you search for music. Isn't the way that we did it, fifteen years ago when iTunes mm. first came mm. out? Um, the user interface plays a big role in how you discover new music. Other artists you listen. To. I mean, when I'm bored and I just want to discover, like, listen to some cool '70s tunes, for argument's sake, I can just go to Led Zeppelin and people also listen to and then it's so easy to it's it's not just line by line like Mm. you have these visual icons it's it's like browsing through a record store and then being able to listen to that thing immediately yeah they do it so well they do it so well nafisa what's your app pick
0: of the year
1: So mine is a watch app, which is Fitbit Pay. (laughs) It feels like I'm obsessed with banking and money, but (laughs) I just love anything that changes my habits and makes my life easy and convenient. And I love Fitbit Pay because I don't have to take my wallet out anymore. And a lot of my shopping decisions are now based on uh, point of sales in certain stores that accept these contactless payments like uh, Food Lovers Market or mm. Pick and Pay or Spa or whatever, I'm more likely now to go to those stops or shops and and do my grocery shopping, which so is general things. It integrates with F&B? Yes. So currently the Garmin and Footprint Pay only works with F&B and okay. Rand Merchant Bank. Okay. Interesting
0: because um, uh, Samsung Pay hasn't come to F&B yet.
1: No, I feel like there's some kind of rivalry there.
0: Yeah, I get that impression too.
1: Like in the financial
2: service industry, yes, <laughs> always.
1: And you know, I feel FNB also likes having their big events like Apple. Where they're the first to announce mm, it. They're not going to yeah. allow a manufacturer to say we're being supported. Yes. You know. So um, yeah, so that for me, it, I was looking at my um, receipt, not receipts, like list of stuff I bought. In the one, um, out of the eight places I I swiped my card once at Mall of Africa, seven were on the watch. <laughs> Wow, It was just one store that uh, didn't have this contactless. Makes,
2: it makes so much sense. I mean, yeah. to Pay has already made my yes, life so much around, easier. Yes, it's been around
1: for so long. It's the same, that little mm, Wi-Fi mm, signal mm. that you see. Mm-hmm. It's it's the same thing. You're mm-hmm. tapping your watch instead of your card.
2: Just It just seems so much
0: yeah, more efficient. It's like so for life-changing sure. for me.
2: My, my
0: pick uh, in, in the podcast last week, have you come across it? It's called Stocard. StowCard.
1: Oh, I, I've blogged about that. Yes, I love StokeCard. Yes, I use that everywhere.
2: I'm apparently the only person that doesn't
1: what? use Stokart. I only
2: discovered it the
0: other day. Oh,
1: I was actually... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no, I have everything on it. So I was in Typo a few weeks ago, and I showed her my loyalty card on the Stokart app. I showed her a voucher over email, and I paid with my watch, and she was literally... She said she didn't have any words. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, so she didn't even know about
1: it. Yeah, a lot of people don't. The cashiers, I don't think they know about these apps. Like Stokart, I don't think any mm. store in South Africa actually punks on. it but yeah, I've got all my apps uh, cards on it, loyalty cards. Yeah. Even clicks, Woolworths. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh my wallet is so much lighter. Yeah. It's fantastic. I wonder we need a four thousand milliamp hour battery because you're gonna whip out your phone so much more <laughs> just everything. to show the card and tap. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's called the Mate Twenty Pro. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: that's
0: a good pick. That's a that's mm. a great pick. Um yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see when Samsung Pay comes to to F and B. Um, yeah, I hope that happens. If they do launch it, it'll probably do it very quickly.
1: Yeah, I'm happy to use as many services that support me, not taking my card out of mm, my wallet. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. I'll sign up for them all. <laughs> like I'm using Zapper and Snapscan. All Zapper's
0: time, fantastic,
2: yeah. and Snapscan.
1: Yeah, both they print. all. They I love bus, them all equally. Yeah.
2: yeah, like a good streaming
0: service, you actually <laughs> have two or three, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: Um,
0: yeah. No, I've. Um, I, I whenever I'm in a restaurant now, and I've got uh, a Snapscan, it's usually a Zapper in Joburg. Mm option. I, mm. I use that because um I've had a I've had card skimmed a number of times over the last twenty years or so and um and it's always been in restaurants. Yeah. Mm.
1: So and this actually mm. prevents that,
2: yeah. yeah. Oh yeah security is a main mm. thing. But also it's just cool to use tech that you don't like. It feels like you're not paying. Yeah. But mm. you are. Yeah. A little, little hidden trick there. Yeah.
1: Oh, interestingly, speaking about these payment apps, I was in Discam the other day and they all had Zapper QR codes by the till points. I thought that was oh, unique nice. and interesting. If mm. they can do it, every retailer <laughs> should do it. Yes. Yes. That is very interesting.
2: That's I've cool. never seen
1: that. Like you normally would find them in food markets and festivals. Is it an
2: auto-generated thing or is it like a little sticker as well? So it's a static QR it's code. It's
1: like a, like a cardboard calendar type thing oh, just okay. next to the top I wonder how it quickly... Oh, so I you put the price h- in. Yeah. I, I, I yeah but I
2: wonder how it reflects on the till point how it's been paid or do you just show them? You know what I'm saying? I, like I'm how do sure. They, I'm sure it's integrated. I think you show them in. Interesting. That's nice. Zappers should be everywhere.
1: That was <laughs> exactly what I thought. Yeah. Exactly. I,
0: w- I would pay with, I mean, that's such a convenience.
2: And it's if you think about it, it's it's the, it's the easiest way for people to then upgrade to NFC, the next technology, w- yeah. or touch to pay. Because if you have these QR codes everywhere, it's essentially just a sticker, mm. right? Yeah. The next thing is just to get a QR code sticker or a tilt point with a little metal mm. bit that you touch and mm-hmm. tap. Um, I feel
1: um, if one can do it, everyone can do it. Yeah. yeah.
2: Definitely,
0: and and e-commerce websites should do it as well. When you get to the checkout point, there should be a
1: Zapper mm. or yeah. a SnapScan. I think Chef does it and take a lot. They do support. Just take
2: yeah. a look at it. Okay, no, that's unfortunate to developers. There's not enough plugins. Nobody develops a nice plugin that these small, oh. smaller guys can just plug into their WooCommerce mm-hmm. store. That's mm-hmm. yeah. Well, Zapper should offer that. SnapScan should offer that.
1: Yeah, uh, MasterPass does yeah. it plug-in. and verified by Visa. MasterPass. Also like what happened
2: to those guys? Are they still around? Yeah,
1: yeah. I just stopped working on my phone once and. I tried and tried. I just deleted
2: it. <laughs> well, that's interesting. I don't see the chatter about that. Yeah. I mean, Yoko is another one. If you're talking about these things, we need to mention. I mean, there's a little... But that's got a hardware thing, right? Yeah. But still, I mean, these guys, It's st- if you're looking at what SnapScan and Zapper does versus what... There's still that barrier, right? A lot of people yes. will not install Zapper. What's this? I'm not going to pay with it. I'm going to put my app details on it. But this thing is just a hardware equivalent of that. Which no, you're right. No because I don't carry of. cash in. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I and everybody that card.
2: doesn't have a QR code has to have a, a mm. one of these little Yoko oh. machines. And again, there's what the, the apps are pebble, but we are digressing. Yeah? <laughs> a lot of tech in the payment space. So my pick
0: for App of the Year is Signal, the instant messaging app. Um, do, y- do any of you guys use Signal?
1: I do have it, and there aren't enough contacts on it to no? use it. Look, so.
0: I've just seen people adding and adding and adding oh, through yeah? this year. Um, I'd say a third of my contacts are now Signal. Mm-hmm. More
1: than Telegram?
2: More than Telegram, for oh, sure. Wow, okay. I was going to ask, what happened to Telegram? Because Telegram was the thing we spoke Slowly about. Slowly
0: fading away, I think.
2: That's the only one I use mm. in that space.
0: Yeah, I've uninstalled it. I was using it all year. I had one contact left on there, and he stopped using it, so I just oh. uninstalled it. Um, but Signal is ultra-secure.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: it has a great feature called disappearing messages, which you can set um, to 10 seconds or so one upfront. week. Yeah, self-destruct, um, and I'm seeing more and more people using it, and you know, with the worries about WhatsApp um, being owned by Facebook and all the troubles Facebook is facing, and also Facebook's um, stated intention to start to monetize WhatsApp, um, I'm, I'm glad to see more and more people are adopting Signal and that there's a, a viable competitor emerging uh, to Facebook and mm-hmm. WhatsApp. Um, so yeah, that's my pick of the pick of the um of the year, Signal. It's a great app and uh, if you don't use it, get it. And a lot of people, you'll be surprised how many people are on there now.
2: Can you sign off every message you send to somebody with if you don't rep- if you choose to accept this mission, <laughs> this message will self destruct. <laughs> 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 um yeah,
1: yeah, I wish all the important people in my life were on Signal. <laughs> like I, I hate I hate WhatsApp. I mean, really. Yeah. Well, just yeah, because, because of the groups. Because of Facebook. Mm. I hate anything Facebook touches. <laughs>
0: Uh, Signal also, by the way, is very good at voice over IP calls It's the best oh, yeah? voice over IP calls I've heard The quality is is absolutely stunning um, I mean, it, it sounds like you're in the same room with someone else oh, um, And over mobile as well Not just over fixed line hmm. So yeah, there we go Signal's my app of the year Spotify's Recharts and Fitbit Pay is Nafis's. Uh yeah. Now let's, let's move on to a category Which uh, I'm actually very excited about And to hear more about Because I, I don't know I actually haven't heard any of these other shows That have been picked here uh, and that's the category of TV series of the year. Let's do runners-up first. Um, the Haunting of Hill House is your runner-up, Nafisa.
1: Yes. Um, I think people think, okay, sure, there's some horror aspects to it, but it's. I think they use horror as a metaphor for men- mental illness, and it was one of the shows that did it so well. I don't think people a lot of people are like oh no it's too scary they're going to get spooked but not really as you watch it you realize what what the message is and it was just such a brilliant show and there were so many things after the fact that you watch you need to go up on YouTube and see the things that you missed like there were hidden ghosts everywhere yeah. it's yeah it's it's Nice. <laughs> I feel like, well, I'm not a, a TV series reviewer, but it's such a good show. I binged it in two days, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's but, a good sign. <laughs> yeah, and also there's been a lot of articles written about it already mm. and how good it is. So if you actually haven't done it, you should watch it. Okay.
0: No, I, we haven't seen it yet.
1: Yeah. Um, the, ca- the characters, you show, you see them in different stages in their lives when they were younger and when they were older. Obviously, don't want to give too much away, but sure. uh, the acting is really, really good from the younger cast.
0: Great stuff. Yeah. The Haunting of Hill
2: House. Is that on Netflix? Yes, it is. Richard, what's your runner-up pick? So I thought I'd also break tradition a little bit. And let's be honest, YouTube is, you know, the next uh, frontier in how we consume. Well, they're starting to make original content. Content, yeah. But my daily dose of um, YouTube guilty pleasure is a YouTuber called David Dobrik. Now, if you haven't heard of this guy, it, it's, it, it definitely isn't for everybody in terms of the the YouTube style. But... I think I think his viewership probably beats every other viewership on this list of T V shows that we've got. At about four million, four to six million per episode every oh, day. Wow. Um, wow. Sorry, three. does t- three times a week, but still, four five million episodes, four to five million views per episode. That's that's a lot. I mean, it's a short dose. Every episode is four minutes twenty seconds long. What is you it? can read into what it? Is, what it's is it? Kind of short comedy skits. It's just about these. <laughs> difficult to explain if you're not into kind of YouTube vlogging style um, YouTubers. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's basically a bunch of people that just create content. They random stuff. I mean, this could be anything from buying somebody a car to just going to Las Vegas to bet money on something to give somebody some cash you know it's, it's all random stuff and you kind of have to kind of get into it if you're into that kind of comedic style on youtube but um i'm not the only one who thinks so clearly at mm. he just broke 10 million subscribers as oh. well so he's definitely one of the guys um it's it, it, what, what i find interesting is the way that these guys are creating content um and the, the absolute pull power there this he's by no means the only YouTuber that does this kind of thing mm. I and mean, there's a lot there's a lot of other guys who probably pulls more people, but it 's a fascinating and well worth checking out and there 's some good content on there I mean David Dobrik is just one that I enjoy but and it 's more comedic slant, but there's a lot of serious stuff out there Joe Rogan also great podcast, really intellectual conversation, and from there, you know you can just go deepen and follow whoever he interviews mm-hmm. so youtube um, and David Dobrik, well worth checking out on my second
0: yeah, I only picked up Joe Rogan actually after the Elon Musk interview. And I've listened to quite a few of his since then. He's he's good. Mm. He's good. good. It's the people he's got on. Mm. Mm. My pick for runner-up TV series of the year is a Showmax original, Tali's Wedding Diary. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That was good. (laughs) It was good, wasn't it? Yeah. It was good. I haven't watched it. I wasn't oh, expecting much from it. I loved it was the was, South African it, humor.
2: It, it was very funny. Everybody, everybody watched it, raved about it. Yeah. I, uh, mm. So
1: you got something to do this holiday? No,
2: PUBG is happening this holiday.
0: <laughs> 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 One track mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was uh, it was surprisingly good, Tali's Wedding Diary. And I see there's a new Showmax original coming out soon. Um, I forgot what it's called. Something about St. Agnes. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Coming out early next year. Is it a comedy? Or no, it's a no. murder mystery. Oh, okay. Mm. But based on uh, The Strength of Toddy's Wedding Diary, I'll give this one a go as well.
1: Yeah, I'll mm. probably check it out too. Mm.
0: Yeah, definitely. The, mis- the Girl from St. Agnes, I think is what it's called.
1: Okay. Mm.
2: Didn't Netflix also produce a... Just said they're producing a local... Yes, first local now. Or did they produce it already or something?
1: They announced they're making a movie with Pearl 2C. I forget the name of it. Is it, it a, movie, a movie? A movie, or oh, something okay.
0: series. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, that'll be out next year sometime. TV series of the year, Nafisa.
1: Okay, I love um, you know these political stand-up comedies like your John Oliver's. So this was yes. this is ha- Hassan love John Minaj. Oliver. Yes. <laughs> so Hassan Minaj used to be on the Daily Show as a correspondent and he he's now got his own show. Um, he's done a few stand-up stuff which I absolutely loved. He's got such a unique way of telling stories and his new Patriot Act, it tackles all these important issues globally and in America like the Saudi Arabia thing and um, just also pop culture stuff and social media. He does it in such a way I feel like it's so unique to him and it's funny and he's so deadpan with his jokes and I, f- I just can't rave about it enough if you haven't seen it. It's, it's also like I said like current and topical so you can identify with everything he's saying and like also very in-depth very well researched on all the topics like stuff he goes really back in time and I like the visuals and the way he explains it but like I said it's still a comedy so it's really good. <laughs> nice. Where, where is it on? Oh, it's on Netflix. Sorry.
2: On Netflix. Oh, <laughs> check that out. Yeah. I'll definitely get the r- different recommendations to you guys
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think there's about 7 or 8 episodes only nice, so it's nice. quick you can watch yeah. it like 20, 25, 30 minutes mm-hmm. you you watch it in a day really
0: mm-hmm. busy watching uh, The Kaminsky Method with Michael oh. Douglas have you seen that it's no. just released on Netflix, Netflix. Okay. also okay. 20, 25 minute episodes comedy very good okay I'll, also, I'll check that out also highly recommended
1: I like quick comedy episodes also mm. Like mm. yeah, easy watches.
0: yeah yeah, because sometimes you don't feel like watching yeah, an long Yeah, sometimes you're to switch off
1: on the exactly, real world. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> David
0: Dobrik,
2: guys. That's why I watch it. Four minutes
0: <laughs> I'll each definitely episode. Be, uh, <laughs> check it out.
2: <laughs> um, Richard, what's your pick of TV series of 2018? So coming from one of my all-time favorite creators, Seth MacFarlane, um, the Orville. Seth MacFarlane. Family guy. Family guy. All right. Um, American dad. Um, so he's, and also A Million Way to Die in the West. I don't know if you've seen that. No. It came out a few years ago. Fantastically funny. Yeah, I'm familiar with this stuff. Um, so the Orville is, it's kind of, uh, it's a Star Trek-esque show, but with a slight comedy twist to it. Mm. It's not a comedy outright, but it's, it's kind of, if, if you appreciate what Seth MacFarlane does with his kind of comedy style, comedic style, it's kind of a sci-fi in the same Star Trek vein. I mean, it's very similar in, in terms of story. I mean, he's a, he's a big fo- Star an Trek fan. Face. Yeah, yeah, set in outer space, mm. also a similar kind of ship. Um, they out, and they go out into the universe and kind of discover these new and interesting things. Always like a mission, always somebody to rescue. Like it's kind of the same premise, but it's just taken in slightly different directions. It's a lot of fun. That uh, sounds right up my alley. Yeah, I think you'll, I mm. think you'll really enjoy it. Is um, there a streaming one? Pardon?
1: Sorry, are uh, it streaming?
2: It's. I saw it on DSTV. It wasn't on. Oh, any streaming on DSTV. Platform. Oh, it's yeah, yeah, mm. okay. So it's on. That's why I, d- I only watched a few episodes of it. But, uh, well, I watched the first season, mm-hmm. and it was fantastic. Yeah. So, well worth checking out. It actually came out last year, I think, but only showed in South Africa this year, from what I understand. Okay. Um, and I haven't seen it anywhere else, which is quite weird. And, like, n- nobody else has heard of it, which is even weirder. Like, I've never I heard yeah, it. Yeah, I also it's
1: haven't.
2: It is very strange. Anyway, uh, the Orville is well worth checking out. i will have to find it somewhere. Hmm. Maybe it's on DSTV Catch-Up still.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking.
2: Mm. Might, yeah, might be, I haven't. I don't know. I don't know. If anybody can tell us, SMS now. <laughs> <laughs> SMS, what's that? <laughs> um, my pick of TV series
0: of the year, something I actually finished quite recently. Uh, do you like westerns? Uh,
2: mm, spaghetti westerns, maybe. Depends.
0: Depends, depends what it is. Um, my pick is Godless, uh, which is a Netflix western um, starring Jeff Daniels and uh, various other um, famous actors. Jeff Daniels uh, putting on one of his best performances ever as this haggard, evil um man who um travels the traverses the west it's, it's an interesting story it's a very slow uh, builder uh, so you, the first three episodes you're probably going to try to do a little bit but it's well worth it for the full season and the um final episode where the whole confrontation goes down with a small town run by women all who of whose husbands had passed away in a mining accident Fine. um It's beautifully shot. The cinematography is absolutely amazing. If you enjoyed No Country for Old Men, I think you'll really enjoy this show. Um, Yeah, it's called Godless. It's on Netflix. Um, Be warned, it's a slow builder, but um, but it's a fantastic show, fantastic
2: western.
1: Okay, something else worth checking out also. Mm.
2: Yeah, Weston's into is it. Um, I mean, is kind of making a comeback. It's the Red Dead Redemption, right? So it's, it's <laughs> the theme of the moment. <laughs> and of course, the new Cohn Brothers uh, film
0: uh, of vignettes, which I watched the other evening um, The Ballad of Billy Scruggs, also oh. on Netflix. Well worth watching. Um, there's five or six vignettes that make up the movie. Cool. So self contained stories. And uh, a few of them are really good indeed. Great actors as well. My favorite scene was the one with Tom Waits playing a gold panner in the old west nice um, so fitting oh, brilliant 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 uh, movie a couple of the skits perhaps fell a bit short but uh but the ballad of billy scruggs well worth watching the holiday if you haven't seen it yet right uh the biggest local news story of the year rechart
2: Look, I certainly, I was thinking of tech-related specifically, but the, the biggest thing that I think that had impact on so much was state capture. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just had impact on so many other news stories that we we had this year. I mean, I'd, we can talk for hours, I guess, and we have spoken a lot of it on in, in, mm-hmm. in the tech side. But um, I was jokingly saying, we nearly had a Sahara computers-only <laughs> distribution warehouse <laughs> in South Africa. That should have been not good for us, for us IT lovers. But yeah, yeah I'm glad we we avoided... Yeah, I think some of it, but we're not out of it. There's, there's still so much we need to weed out. Not out of the woods. Um, yet. Yeah, yeah. There's still so much that needs to come to light. Yeah. Um, at least everybody's speaking about it. and I think that's an important thing we can.
0: It was yeah. almost exactly a year ago that uh, Ramaphosa won the um, ANC elective conference. Can mm. you imagine where we would be today as a country if uh, if Zuma's choice had won? Oh day. man. 25 rand to the dollar, anyone? (laughs) Nightmare. Your your new iPhone would cost you 50,000 rand. (laughs) Yeah, State Capture. I was watching a lot of that on YouTube, um, which actually YouTube has become a great platform for watching a lot of this Mm. stuff. You know, the TV, 24-hour news channels on on DSTV don't always carry this stuff, Uh, certainly not all the time. And um, there's a lot of stuff out of Parliament, um, the State Capture Commission, a lot of other hearings that have happened this year. Um, and they're all broadcast on YouTube and yeah. you can sit at your desk and watch them, um, which is fantastic.
2: You're getting a lot of local commentary as well, local guys coming up now creating mm. channels to talk not just about tech and mm. gadgets and things, but politics and, and what's I mean, obviously good and bad. But Yeah, no. like
1: every evening YouTube is one of the things I watch to see what's all the channels I've sub- subscribed to, mm. you know, mm. that's my TV.
2: Yeah, mm. I
0: love it. Mm. Nafisa, what's your pick for and local news story of the year.
1: Um, when no, multi-choice blamed Netflix for losing their 100,000 premium <laughs> subscribers. I mean, how could they not see this coming? And, like, you see all these industries that are being disrupted. Like, you just need to make a better product. You can't blame an existing service for your shortfall, you know? Mm, mm. I think it just irritated me so much. I'm so <laughs> passionate about it. Like, build a better product, move over, migrate, do something. Offer Like, I mean, they have Showmax, so I don't know how they can blame Netflix when Showmax is, like... The same thing. Yeah, that's wow. also another issue for me. What is good? Uh, no, no, we're not talking about the quality of the content. Both are streaming services—you can't blame one if you're not blaming your own. Why is it because your content is mm. not good enough? Yeah, like.
2: And they've obviously got the content we all want—that's super sport channels, right? So yes. I mean, if they could figure that one Just out, strip it this out. wouldn't have been an yes, issue. Yes,
1: exactly. I feel like there are so. so I wouldn't say easy solutions, but obvious ones. And just just do it. Just adapt to the way people watch TV. I think like with the DSTV now, they're kind of moving that way. Mm. But mm. I do think they need to break away from the sporting because a lot of people, that's what's keeping them on there. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. But and like you I can't cry about it and blame another yeah. big American company. And also, we've been talking mm. about
2: Netflix. I mean, I cut the core two thousand seven and eight something I mean we were speaking about this back
0: then yeah. already this isn't like it just came exactly. up in 2015
1: been, yeah and then 2018 they, they go and blame Netflix it's yeah. actually such a joke really
0: yeah but you're right about the super sport thing because um I think people are unhappy because they a lot of people just want to watch sport and they have mm. to buy the entire package of all the entertainment channels and everything else that comes with yeah. comes with it. And a lot of people are happy, unhappy because they're getting sport when they don't necessarily want the sport. They want maybe Mnet mm. and a couple of movie channels and then they have to yeah. buy Supersport 1 to 12. So they're annoying everybody in the yeah.
1: process. Just r- remove Supersport. Start it on its own because then everybody else would watch stuff on Netflix and then, then they'll only pay for Supersport.
0: Mm. Yeah. And they could, yeah, they could, charge, a they could oh. charge a lot for it. They yeah, could charge a lot for it. They would charge or
2: 500 rand a month for Super
1: Oh, yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Like I would totally also do pay per view, like mm. we said before, like big matches. I yes. would pay we should totally ticket do prices that for way. that type of thing. Yeah. You know, to watch, because yeah. that's the only thing I watch big Springbok games, for example. Yeah. I don't really want to subscribe to DSTV.
0: Like a pay as you go
1: that. type thing,
0: mm. yeah. But there are a lot of sports crazy people out there who don't want the rest of the DSTV bouquet. And they easily pay 500 bucks a month.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, then you also need to look at the people that broadcast it the shops and pubs and those places mm. i mean they also in the same predicament just in a business sense so obviously they could potentially pay more because if they're broadcasting to a bunch of people that playing those uh, uh, playing those uh, broadcasting the game to a bunch of people you know i guess there's a equally shared revenue model or something that needs to happen um, so dstv can you know it's not going to always be mm. best interest for the business and i guess if he needs to pay a bit more but Having said that, it brings in business to his um, Oh, I think it's a bit
1: unfair <laughs> to make businesses pay more.
2: No, but I mean, if you think about it, like pay-per-view Well, Well, you, it's aspect. your restaurant, like whatever. You yeah, but choose. I mean, no, what I'm saying is if you're broadcasting it, like you can't just hire a DVD and broadcast it to 50 people in charge for mm. it. That's illegal, right? You have yeah. to get yeah. the license to broadcast it for the Oh, direct. you
1: mean where people have to pay to go and watch? No, yeah. no. Where, oh.
2: I mean, if, if a business only wants a rugby channel to display, give them access to it. They might pay the same as a full descript, subscription yeah. or something, but there's no... Hmm avenue for that at the moment yeah. there
0: are business uh they do have business deals um so some
2: are hotels do
1: have like hotels ra- where, um mm. e- channels.
0: even pubs i think they they pay a, a dstv business
2: per business, business but they still probably get a lot of channels i just it's not just yeah. for one uh, yeah. i don't know i
0: actually don't know i actually don't know so my big, my pick of biggest local news story of the year is the Electronic Communications Amendment Bill, and this is a very dry topic, but um, <laughs> it had a huge impact this year and is going to continue to have a big impact next year. A very poorly conceived piece of legislation that's making its way through the parliamentary processes, um, and it's going to have a huge and possibly very detrimental impact on the telecommunications industry if it's uh, introduced into legislation as it currently stands. Uh, so, um, I, I do think that was the biggest local story of the year, and will probably continue to be so, at least for the first half of next year. Um, but we'll keep an eye on that one. International news story of the year, Rechot.
2: Well, I think we can't get away from this one, Uh privacy and data leaks and, and what our inform what our information does on the internet. Um, and there was, there were so many cases of news yeah, big examples. Leaks big leaks, um South Africa Liberty there was a lot of eh? Liberty, Liberty. Yeah, local a lot of local ones. Um, and again I think the conversation about our privacy and what we do with our data has certainly made people think twice and a lot of people that I know about how they use the data. Hmm. It doesn't really change my habits to be honest, because I'm so entrenched in everything online already. They probably have <laughs> all my data in any case. So changing my habits now isn't really gonna make a big difference but just where we store our data and, and who but who owns it and, and what we do what we sign up for if we if we go to a uh, and this is particularly aimed at Facebook too because I've used that sign up with Facebook button so often it just made so much sense and all these little things just don't seem like anything out of the out of the ordinary but once something goes wrong like we've seen this year things go really wrong um, I've, I've heard a few journalists actually say that they, they don't worry about the privacy anymore because they, just, they realize they don't have privacy anymore. So, you know, that's the other part of the argument that's quite interesting. I don't know quite where I stand on that. Obviously, I don't want all my data out there, but uh, definitely it's definitely up to us to to better manage that, I think. Mm. out Facebook is at a very bad yeah. Very bad, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. That's your pick as well.
1: Yeah, um, similarly to Rehart, the whole Facebook Cambridge Analytica scandal. But speaking about mm, privacy… Mm. Uh, obviously i despise facebook now i'm not on it and
0: you're not on it you quit it
1: <laughs> before the scandal came oh okay. yes yes i'm not on it um i'm also i think you know with facebook having the whole sign up button i was actually the opposite of you rehart i never trusted that i always look for email sign ups to any service mm, i just mm, feel like I'd i could never same. trust facebook like i've been with them since i think 2007 so i've seen everything they've done and how they just don't care so i would never have trusted them with even though i filtered out what information i put out there uh, I still never trusted them to log into another service. I think Airbnb was the only one I did because at the time, that was the only way to get on to verify yourself. Okay. But since then, I've removed my that login. I've created a separate one. Yes, but this whole scandal about how they misused people's information. But for me, the thing was, they lied about so many things. Like I cannot believe Sheryl Sandberg and Mark Zuckerberg are still in their positions with no accountability. They just get away doing everything. And just yesterday, I think, or oh, this morning, I tweeted another privacy yeah, with another them. one, yeah. Yes. Mm. It's like this year wouldn't be over if there isn't a few more. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Probably. Probably can find some big Christmas Day breach.
1: So, yeah, that's like so major. Like, I feel like people who are, I don't know <laughs> either of you are still on Facebook, but if you're still on I it am. after everything, then you obviously don't care about <laughs> what's happening to your data. I'm on Facebook, Facebook, but I've stopped posting. Posting personal stuff. Okay. I've no,
0: stopped posting. posting. Oh, you stopped posting. I, I, look, I, I'm on it.
2: Facebook for a lot of reasons, and yeah. work is definitely part of it. Yeah. It is definitely about what you show on Facebook. I Absolutely. mean, yes, I share, I share some photographs and some updates and things that's important to me. Yeah. But there's a lot of things I won't. P- I mean, I see people still posting tickets to concerts and credit cards and, like, it's random stuff you see people yeah. doing. And that is obviously where the issue comes in. Yes. Um, I don't keep a repository of all my data on there or anything important. It's, again, if just I know the platform and use it accordingly.
0: If I had kids, I would not post pictures of them on
2: Facebook. Yeah, I think that's, you know, very
0: that's
1: a very scary move. thing. I've seen a lot of people A lot of people share that. photos yeah. of their kids, even on Instagram, wherever. Mm.
2: Yeah, and that's obviously, I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, that's a v- hot Especially
1: if problem. the account is not private. I mean, if it's private, then it's fine.
2: Mm. Well, is it?
1: <laughs> a lo- Locked account, sorry, so other people don't steal oh, photos of your kids. Because right. yeah, that also yeah. happens. Yeah. So right. But yeah, I think this year also shed some light on privacy. And yeah. I always read, Um, I know I'm so boring, but I read all the, the terms and conditions. And there are many services I have not signed up for because I didn't actually agree with the stuff mm. I read yeah mm. and some services locally when they ask for your cell phone number I put fake ones
3: <laughs> except for
1: my like banking stuff stuff that you know you need a one time pin yeah. but for most of it like I can't remember where like if you're in an airport or somewhere you need Wi-Fi then I wouldn't give my real number I actually put fake email addresses <laughs> for the free wi <laughs> so you
2: never get that pin they send you to get into the
1: Wi-Fi no only for that uh, in SMS roaming if sure, I have that sure, on sure. then I'll use that but no I
2: agree with you I mean it, it, I think the, the the big thing is just people are just out to get your data yeah I mean, you can buy databases of people's phone numbers or whatever mm-hmm. these days. Apparently, because I yeah. get every now and then I get SMSs from like the weirdest companies. I obviously, try and stop and opt out every time, Especially but the, it's in waves. It's, it's like it happens like uh, now and then. I won't yeah. hear another few months, and mm-hmm. then it happens again. I don't. I don't know. I mean,
1: it, but you never know. Like recently, I think it was Cathay Pacific or one of these airlines. They also got hacked, mm. and people's credit card and passport info would have been revealed to the hackers. It's scary.
2: Look, I think th- th- that that age-old saying where if you don't want to put it out in public, don't put it on the internet, right? And I know you can't always get away from it, like if you back up your stuff on the Dropbox. I mean, mm. the, it's going to be private if you put it on the up. But on Facebook, for example, if you don't want those raunchy photographs to come out or those comments you make about somebody, I mean, every day somebody's get fired because they said something stupid on Facebook. You know, it's <laughs> common sense, if common sense doesn't prevail, then mm. I guess you are going to yeah. be hurt Also, I this. think it
1: was Chris Rock who said uh, there's an app that shows you who your friends are oh which of your friends are racist? <laughs> <Facebook>. <laughs> <laughs> mm,
2: I'm just gonna check that out. Yeah, you know, call everybody out on that too.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like where all the news twenty four comments went to die. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, look, the internet certainly has shown us that there's a lot of stupid out there, mm. and a lot, and because we're living in such a PC world, you know, we don't have a f- survival of the fittest anymore. You know, it's just uh, everybody's everybody's just kind of pushed forward. Yeah, you know, kind of. This is what we get. You know, if everybody has a voice, mm. not everybody deserves to have a voice. Not in, not, you know, <laughs> well,
1: just as well, we got this new cybersecurity bill.
0: It's democratizing, but yes, there's a. The problem with giving everyone a voice is that everyone uses their voice.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> and and stupid rises to the top. <laughs> but we all take savvy people. I mean, if we're looking back at how we use our data online, you know, we, we even when so, like somebody asked me for ID number uh, for my ID number for invoice the other day, and I was like what no why would you want to obviously i was very suspicious immediately yeah but these things happen everybody wants your data all over wherever you go w- w- mm. whether you're at the atm trying to draw money somebody tries to steal a card or you're trying to get an invoice, somebody puts their id number we have to be so cautious about mm. the data we put out into the world and mm. again you know if you don't want any sensitive information out there don't put it online don't mm. don't even take a photograph of it on your phone because that's got a potential to to yeah uh, yeah mm so my pick
0: of uh, big, the biggest international news story of the year is the arrest in Canada of Huawei chief financial officer Meng Wanzhou uh and um it's uh, just a spectacular uh, story um uh, not 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 just because it's the arrest of a very prominent um, executive from a large Chinese company but because of the geopolitical ec- uh, implications of this thing um this is the US uh, uh, you know trying to extradite um the chief financial officer of arguably China's most successful technology company. Um, you know, in the middle of uh, a trade war that's going on between China and the US, uh, you know, we, we know the story, I'm not going to go through, rehash all the background, but um, uh, she was arrested while Xi Jinping, the Chinese premier, was meeting with Donald Trump uh, over um, bilateral trade talks in Brazil, I think it was. And uh, it just threw a huge spanner in the works um, but it, it's got so many ramifications and implications, especially we were speaking earlier about um you know countries that are that are stopping to to use Huawei in their networks, America putting pressure on on its allies around the world to to shun Huawei. We don't know if there's any any um reason to be doing that uh, whether it's pure jingoism on America's part. Um, but it's an int- interesting escalation of hostilities between the U.S. and China, and I think it's going to be, continue to be a very big story into 2019. Uh, the continued rise of China uh, as a as a challenger to America's economic dominance on the world stage.
2: Well, it's all about the money, eh? what It's always all about the money. Mm. It's not about the people. It's never mm-hmm. been. So we're getting to the
0: end of our list of uh, best of for 2018. Uh, top three podcasts of the year on Tech Central. These are the most listened to podcasts. In third place is an interview I did with Mark and Brett Levy on the future of Blue Label Telecoms. Uh, second most listened to podcast was uh, an interview with Jonas Bogoshi, who was appointed this year as the new CEO of Telecom subsidiary BCX. And the most listened to podcast in 2018 was an interview with Vodacom Group CEO Shamil Juseb, which was a wide-ranging discussion on... Uh, various issues affecting Vodacom and the telecommunications industry quite broadly, and we'll include links to those uh, in the show notes to this episode. Right, Newsmakers of the Year. Uh, Our newsmaker, International Newsmaker of the Year, uh, I think it's a fairly easy choice. Uh, Elon Musk yeah. Um, yeah. for various reasons um, not only because he smoked dope on the Joe Rogan podcast <laughs> <laughs> which got into national headlines and got him into all sorts of trouble uh, but also for his tweeting uh, for his, um, you know, he was fined $20 million over, um, over saying that he was going to take um, uh, Tesla private at $420 a share, which is apparently a reference to marijuana culture. Yeah. Um,
1: Losing his chairman position. He lost his
0: chairmanship of Tesla, the SEC ruling, which I see he's subsequently gone onto Twitter to say that the SEC, we went onto an interview on CBS News to say he has absolutely no respect <laughs> for <laughs> the SEC. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's also had a very successful year. Um, Record number of SpaceX launches. Um, uh, Falcon Heavy mm, uh, l- launched. That was beautiful. That was a beautiful thing to watch. Um, the Boring Company, great name. Um, yeah, and
1: they just opened their tunnel. They've
0: just opened their nice, tunnel into yeah. LA. And um, just forget, Starman being shot into space? Starman, of course. Yeah, they went up on Falcon Heavy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, Tesla, of course, uh, He, despite against uh, um, all expectations, he managed to ship uh what he promised on the tesla model what was it? the model c model three three mm. model three mm. uh, which
1: we're supposedly getting next year apparently according to his five word tweet tesla's yeah.
0: coming
2: yeah. <laughs> how, many, how many are you getting Christy, sir
1: how many <laughs>
2: <laughs> one for each room you go with your <laughs>
3: google home
1: i have said though i feel like my next car should be an electric car even though it, if it means waiting years mm.
2: yeah so well, i'm with you on that yeah i'm with you on that it makes no... Well, oh, golf carts are very affordable now, and you can get <laughs> <laughs> easily <laughs> available. <laughs> um,
0: so, yeah, Elon, Elon y- Musk. Yeah. Yeah, he's had, a, he's had a banner year. I think it's the best way oh of yeah. describing it. Everybody's um, hero. And our South African Newsmaker of the Year, although I don't think he's a South African national. I think he's Dutch. Um, but that's Bob van Dijk, who is the Group C of NASPAT, um, and he's also had a very busy year sold 2% of Ten Cent for something like $10 billion, uh, unloaded Flipkart in India for another ridiculous amount of money, uh, made a num- number of major acquisitions, and, of course, announced that uh, Nuspash would unbundle multi-choice next year in a JSE listing. So mm. um, he's uh, certainly had a banner And, of course, he announced uh, the plans to invest billions of rand into local tech startups next year. Um, billions? Three, billions, 3.4 billion uh, in total, I think, uh, through the Nuspass Foundry. Some of that money will be going into uh, existing NusPash investments, like take a lot, but um, they've also set aside a big chunk of money, something like 1.2 or 1.4 billion rand, uh, for non-Naspec-owned star- startups in South Africa. Okay. So, ban- banner year from uh, from Bob van Dijk as well, um, uh, of Naspash and he's our South African newsmaker of the year. And our last two categories, winner and loser <laughs> of the year. Let's start with winner of the year. Winner of the year is Netflix. Um, they've just had a fantastic year. They've just grown and grown and grown and grown. Great original programming. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, not much more else to say on them. They're just and they're like, challenging the, the incumbents in a yeah. big way.
1: And every show I feel like I'm recommending to people are just on Netflix. It's like, how many should I watch Netflix? But it, they make it so easy to discover and watch. You just um, open your TV and you see the new highlighted thing. And you, like yesterday, I saw Jimmy Carr has a new segment, yeah, The Fix. Yeah, yeah. I, I went into Netflix to look at something else, to favorite something to watch later. And I just saw this, The Fix, and I went straight into it and started watching it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it is brilliant. And also, one of the fa- my favorite things about Netflix is the way that it just performs on every device, on any. No buffering. Connection. Yeah, yeah. And While just, show max buffers. I think that is that is mm. the thing that that's the value right there. Yeah. How their technology works in the back end. Yeah. That's true. Because yeah. I mean also that menu system is just beautiful and just the way it works is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Love it. So they they are a winner of the
0: year Netflix. And um there
2: were lot there was lots to choose from for our
0: loser of the year, this
2: year. <laughs> <laughs> Um pick a category first.
0: Uh runner ups in this category and they could easily have made loser of the year, but I think one stood out slightly more than the others. Um MTN um, had a terrible year, again, uh, thanks to uh, its problems up in Nigeria. It's still fighting a $10 billion fine. Um, it, it just seems Crazy. like the company can't catch a breakup thing. Well. Um, Facebook, we've spoken about their travails this year. Oh, There'll always be a loser. <laughs> <laughs> How do you really feel? that? <laughs> yeah, please don't hold back. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, that, that really has been a t- the worst year for Facebook since its founding this year, um, just scandal after scandal after mm. scandal. And then of course there's Bitcoin and the whole cryptocurrency market which fell out of bed this year. Um, this time last year it was sitting at, I think it was just peaking around about this time last year, yeah. at about $20,000. I remember I was on holiday at the, around the, this time last year, I was sitting down on the garden route. And it was a rainy day outside, and I there was not much to do, so I thought, well, let me just play around. And I was looking at Bitcoin. It's was like, whoa, this thing has run up like crazy. Maybe I should buy some. We <laughs> <laughs> was sitting at $19,000. I thought, maybe I should buy some. And then my wife said, no, let's go do something. So I put my computer away, and I didn't buy Bitcoin. And literally the next day or the day after, it started falling. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> I did end up buying some. Um, but much later in the year, um, I bought it about se- six and a half, seven thousand um, dollars. So I've lost half of it. Oh, wow. about three and a half now. Um, but I'm holding. I'm hodling. Um, hodling. I think I, I do think it's overdone. Um, although, yeah. although it is gambling at the end of the day, and I knew it was gambling when I bought it. Uh, yeah. It could go to zero. I don't think it will go to zero, but it could go to zero. Yeah, as
1: long as you know upfront what you're doing. Yeah, it's cool. Oh, yeah, uh-huh.
0: and you don't put in so much down; it's going to really hurt yeah. you financially. Um, but Bitcoin, what an awful year. And it wasn't the worst-performing b- cryptocurrencies, others others did even worse. Ethereum was down over 90% this year. Sure. What is the future of cryptocurrencies holding for 2019?
1: I only have very little of it, both. So. Yeah. It's like I said, it's just for play, just it for fun yeah. to it's see what's fun. happening. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. No one really knows the true value. But there was one company that stood out above <laughs> all of his um, losers of 2018, and if you haven't guessed by now, that is our national electricity utility, ESCOM,
2: which couldn't keep the lights on.
1: I think the whole country agrees with that choice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and now apparently load shitting is over. Like we don't need to load uh, it. Yeah, apparently. By For a few weeks. It's nothing. back that mid January. The fact that we had to load shitting on the Sunday was. Yeah. Yeah. And some people, I think,
1: twice in a day. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And like all the tourists who are here, <laughs> last year it was no water. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, if you if you can't keep your lights on, I mean, jeez, that's I mean, it's the most basic thing. It, the economy is so dependent on it. You mm. you're, you don't have electricity, you don't have an economy. It's as simple as that. Um, yeah. And and you know, can you imagine trying to run a mobile network or a data center in this sort yeah. of environment?
1: Actually, that's what bothered me. Uh, when we got load shedded two weeks ago, I had a deadline. I was like, oh, n- now this is happening. And then I didn't have signal because the towers were all mm. down. It's like it like what do you do with your life? I just, I just took a mm. nap.
2: I was going to say, go to a coffee shop. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I, I think a lot of people I, I decided then I'll work in the afternoon. But it's like mm. so irritating.
2: Yeah, it is. It's, I mean, and, and we, we just kind of w- single people working. Imag- imagine a factory having to hold. hundred people can't do anything. Mm. A whole office, company has yeah. to pay, you know, can't meet their deadlines. Yeah. And, yeah.
1: It's and then they're paying people to be there and not, yeah, not do anything. Oh, so
0: no, I mean, different imagine different all these energy intensive businesses like the BMW plant in Pretoria. I mean, you can't run that thing on
2: backup. Yeah. And how much does it cost you every time that machine, that, that, uh, it's You have not to power it down. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. It probably takes time to power up as well. Well, so. I was
1: surprised I was shed because I'm on a hospital grid. So then, you know, things are bad. But you mm-hmm.
0: live next to Megawatt Park.
1: Y- exactly that too. <laughs> 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 and I'm signing a hospital. You're on the actual grid. If that's I off, got you know. load shed. I think, three times, which I found weird. But and they're not
2: making it easier for people to produce electricity at home either. I mean, what was the story in Cape Town? Cape now that you have, you to, have register. to register? That is such a joke. Stupid. I mean, encourage this. If you can't produce power, I
1: think encourage someone, people yeah.
0: to produce. And, then and we should be allowed to sell it back yes, into the grid. Yes. Exactly. This Somebody
1: commented on Twitter, I forget who, obviously, that city uh, of Cape Town obviously wants you to pay to register to use the sun. Like, you know, you must register to use yeah, the sun.
2: Yeah, It's crazy. What? Like,
1: I can't fathom that. I've got a solar gizan. Like, I wouldn't think of registering it. Why?
2: No, but it's it is. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, you're not. If if we had the cheapest electricity in the world and everything ran yeah. fine, then to. you can make. But ma- like yeah, if I want to buy one and I want to have it, then you can almost yeah. say, okay, it's a competitive thing that they want to prevent. But they can't say that. It's not. But they can't stop people you making you your own Yeah, exactly. Ah, oh, Escom, losers.
0: <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Hope you've enjoyed this extended episode of the show. Uh, yeah, we've we've gone through the list, haven't we? TV series, mm. newsmakers, uh, news stories, uh, apps, smartphones, gadgets, etc.
1: Can I just add one more thing? Of course. <laughs> My favorite movie <laughs> of <laughs> the year: <laughs> Black Panther. Obviously.
0: Black Panther. I haven't seen it. I haven't is that seen a Marvel thing? Yes, it is. Yeah.
1: Uh, that's why you wouldn't, because I know you're not a fan.
2: I don't watch Marvel. No, I do not. It's on the list. It's on the holiday watching oh, okay. list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Between, uh-huh. between
2: playing Fortnite and. I do it while I play. All oh, oh, right. Oh, the yeah, second screen. <laughs> yeah, the want, third screen. Do you want to throw oh. in a movie pick while, while we're still here, Richard? Did Ready Player One come out this year, hey? Ready Player One. Oh,
1: uh, yes, it did. Yeah, it did. I well, actually, actually haven't actually, seen it. That's yeah. a
2: fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. That was really the one that kind oh, of yeah? made me. One of those movies that make you think afterwards. And I went oh, back and watched it again. Yeah, just I much of it. Calls.
1: Okay, I'll. Well, just
2: the, the, the implications of it, yes. there's a lot of stuff in there. So if you see it, you always see new characters and things in there. Because I had this just. All these pop culture things coming together. Oh no, I'll watch it's it lot of fun. on holidays.
1: It's a lot yeah. of fun,
0: yeah. Is that a Spielberg movie?
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. basically about AR based on a book. Oh must VR, watch it, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah I've been
0: meaning to watch it. I, I uh, yeah. just haven't got around to so it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah.
2: And I mean as as techies you'll appreciate just yeah, I think so the trailers. All, the, all the little mm-hmm. things in there, yeah. And the
1: soundtrack's sound fantastic. And your movie?
2: Thinking?
0: I, uh, I haven't watched many movies this year, actually, to be oh, honest. been watching a lot, on Netflix. A <laughs> lot more TV series, <laughs> exactly.
2: Um, but I did enjoy The Ballad of Buster Scruggs on Netflix. That was really good. Nice. nice. Oh. Yeah, I've, I think movies versus TV series, yeah. I, th- I prefer TV series because it's Me kind too. of… Yeah, they're different. A little bit drawn out. Uh, some movies you want to like watch as a movie, maybe mm-hmm. nostalgia like a Matrix or something just mm-hmm. for a good old time. Series. There aren't as many good movies as there used to be, though. So many remakes. No. Like, there's no original stories. That's exactly
1: what I was thinking. Everything is a remake now. Mm. How often do you see an original? I think the
2: animations are the most original stuff we've been seeing.
1: Yeah. Mm. Although the only reason I went to the cinema so much so often this year is um, all these superhero movies that I'm just a sucker
2: for. it's still a lot of fun to go. Yeah. Go to the movies. It's an experience. Mm. But yeah, the titles. Yeah. The big, the big titles just mm. not there. I think yeah, a lot of budget has been moved to the shorter. Service. And like
1: Disney's controlling everything
2: now. <laughs> oh yeah, we don't have a Star Wars coming out this year. Hey?
1: No, but okay. a lot of
0: the movie
2: actors and even directors are moving to television.
1: Yeah, um, I think it. Netflix is like paying them mm. a lot.
2: <laughs> yeah, but also it's 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 I think it's it's better working conditions just generally. You're spreading mm. something out. It's not three months of intensive making you're a right. movie. Yeah, so every, I think everybody likes, and it. it's just it's, it's I think you can get more depth into the story too. So there's a lot more to mm. every. But everything the pr- production shooting. qualities are uh, production qualities at movie level
0: in some of these shows.
2: I think, yeah, that's I mean, yes, that's absolutely. partly the money they throw at it, but also technology has made it possible, right? Yeah. I mean, you can just so many guys can produce. I mean, a lot of the content you see on Netflix was produced before Netflix even touched it, mm. it was produced and then mm. they sell it to Netflix. Yeah, so. true, true.
1: Also, one last thing, sure. <laughs> one, more, a, thing. Yeah, one more thing. Yeah, one more. Sound like Tim Cook. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a feeling. Can I already pick my 2019 favorite TV show? (laughs) (laughs) Game of Thrones.
3: (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Already? Okay, I'm just having. Yeah, you don't, yeah, watch. It's I don't know. So I awesome. watching it's gonna be It's gonna be big. Is, I it's gonna
1: to be no, you must catch up. Mm. Mm. Yeah,
2: there's lots to there's lots to enjoy if you haven't seen. It really, been. this it, last season was good. Oh, I wish I haven't it? seen all of it, so I can go
1: back and yeah, enjoy I it for the first time. Like I stopped at season four. It
2: was turning into a soap opera.
1: It was. I also gave up at one point and then I started again. But I think the last That's season is gonna be very. But there's also gonna be the last one next year. It's the last one. Only six episodes, like movie length. I think. Oh
0: wow! Each episode is movie length. Oh yeah! Wow! The
1: most expensive.
2: Wow. Okay, maybe I should pick it up again. No, it's well worth it. It's, it's a lot of fun.
0: Hmm.
1: Hmm. Or just skip a season if you think it it was the poor performing one. Can you skip one? Read, read yeah, it up on Wikipedia.
2: <laughs> Maybe fast forward scenes rather.
1: Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, that is our, those are our picks of the year and one pick for next year, even though it's not <laughs> out yet. <laughs> <laughs> right, who's choosing the song this week? I've gotten so confused. Um, we were going to be playing Childish Gambino, which was uh, Nafisa's pick,
2: but um, unfortunately it has some swearing it. Well, that was in the it. third pick, I think. It? You had two
0: others. Oh,
1: yeah, Mike Shinoda's.
2: You like dirty music, dirty songs.
1: Hey, we said this earlier. Every single lyric in songs you says. Yeah,
2: have dropped. Just iTunes that need to come to the party now. I'm not... Be too worried about this But yeah, that was a good song actually. I did look for
0: a clean version of This, chi- of, uh, this is America by Childish Gambi- Gambino Which was your pick
1: Yeah, it's a really good I think uh, if but anyone hasn't it. seen it um, Watch the video as well mm. The YouTube video. video It's a bit shocking Yeah
0: mm. Meant to be though, of course So, Rechardt, are you picking our song?
2: Should I? I think you should Alright uh, So, these ba- this band launched their new album on Sunday And I was very privileged to go and check them out Performing this acoustically It's called The Shadow Club, the band Fantastic sound. I mean, they just got this. I don't. It's not, they've got this rocky blues. I don't know. It's, I think you like it, mm. uh, Duncan. You know, like that kind of music. I'm not sure what kind of music you like. Uh, dirty rap. <laughs> <But> I think <laughs> dirty, it's, rap. It's, <laughs> uh, dirty rap. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Shadow Club. I mean, even their previous albums are absolutely fantastic. Well worth checking out. Joburg um, band. Yeah, they're based. They're based. I think they're Joburg based. Mm. Yeah. Well, they're based. I'm sure they're based up here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, been around for a few years. You'll most undoubtedly recognize the sound or recognize some of the songs when you hear it. Um, and I'm just uh, calling it up quickly because I absolutely forgot the song name. I think it's called Dog Bite, if I'm not mistaken. Um, just give me a second. So yeah, they launched this album um, on Sunday. It was absolutely fantastic to listen to. The album is called The Big Green Mamba Dream and the song we are playing out with is called Dog Teeth from Shadow Club.
0: Until next year. Enjoy your holidays. Thanks so much for listening to the Talk Central podcast from Nafisa Rechart and myself, Duncan. Until next time, take care and cheers. Catch you next year.
3: Got the only way to save the day from bad beginnings. I've gone bored, delightful, strange to feel no loss at winning. I'm on the roller coaster, coming out of time.
0: Hey, it's Duncan here again. So in all the excitement of recording this week's podcast, we forgot to do the quiz results. So uh, I'm back to give you the answers. Uh, Nasper said this week that it will launch a secondary listing on which stock exchange? And the answer there is A2X Markets. And which South African politician this week joined Twitter and in short order had more than 100,000 followers? And that is, of course, of course, Jacob Zuma. Question three, which British entrepreneur this week bailed out the Bloodhound supersonic car project which wants to use a South African desert as a staging ground for a land speed record? And his name is Ian Warhurst from Yorkshire. Uh, Fourth question, what did Elon Musk's tweet, "Am am considering taking Tesla private at $420, funding secure cost him? And the answer, $20 million and stepping down as Tesla chairman. Fifth question, what was Alibaba's new Singles Day record within 24 hours for 2018 and that was $30.8 billion. The sixth question in this week's bumper end of year quiz, according to the new cybercrimes and cybersecurity bill, sharing someone's personal information on social media could land you in jail for just how long? And the answer, three years or a fine or both. Question seven, what is currently the second largest cryptocurrency by market cap after Bitcoin? And for a bonus point, which one is third? And the answer is XRP, also known as Ripple. And the third is Ethereum. Uh, question eight in 2018, which became the first technology company with a market capitalization exceeding one trillion dollars, and we asked for a bonus point. Which company became the second tech company to reach this milestone in 2018? And of course, it was Apple, and it was followed briefly by Amazon.com. The ninth question: Which company has since overtaken both of the com- companies in question eight? namely Apple and Amazon, to become the most valuable company in the world, and that is Microsoft. And the last question in our bumper interview quiz, what are the names of the two vulnerabilities that was, were discovered in January and affected nearly every CPU manufactured over the past 20 years? And we asked for a bonus point, how many variants were discovered? And the answers, Spectre and Meltdown. And the bonus four variants, Speculative Store Bypass variant, Meltdown and Spectre collectively made up one to three that impacts Intel, AMD and ARM processors. And that's our bumper quiz for for the last show of this year. We'll be back early in 2019. Uh, Thanks for listening to our podcast on Tech Central this year. Happy holidays and we'll see you early in the new year. Take care and cheers.